You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. I thought you said you had two mutes or something the other day. I did. But this now seems to be something entirely unrelated to that. You know how the little window pops up? No. You may, you may not have the new version. This week on Dueling Review, we take a look at real science adventures Flying She-Devils number three. Horse feathers! Those pirates of Mad Jacks have cornered the Flying She-Devils. How are they going to get out of this one? Gee willikers! Meanwhile, will the Sparrow save the day for the Allies? I hope so. Uh, Flying She-Devils number three. Out this Flying week from IDW She-Devil. Publishing. You have to say it like it's a it's a 40s serial. Yeah. The Flying She-Devil. Well, it's actually late 40s, early 50s. Well, late 40s, early 50s, because it's after World no. War II. No, this is the 1940s. Nah, Dateline, the South Pacific, 1949, The Flying She-Devils. I'm telling you, we should do it. No, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying that's when the story takes takes place. What makes you say but that? What, just because because it's post because it's work? because it's post World War II. Because it actually says in the wake of World War II in the actual story. Uh, you believe what's in the story? I believe the continuity that the writer has created. So yes, Brian Clevenger uh, writing this book again. You can't trust that guy. I saw one page where Atomic Robo appeared four times. I mean, if they make that kind of continuity mistake. Atomic Robo doesn't appear in this book. No, but there was that one story where all of a sudden there were four of him on panel. Now, granted. Oh, no, that was good. That was a that is. uh, No, that was color out of space. That was the the Lovecraftian (laughs) tale that they were telling where he actually did um, multiple versions of him throughout time, ripped through the time space continuum and have to figure out how to deal with the monstrosity. Yeah, that was a great story. That was a great story. Uh, but this one is uh, – I don't know if you go over to the realscienceadventures.com website because that's where this has all been serialized uh, previously. Uh, but you can get caught up on this really, really quickly uh, with uh, with what's going on. So for those people coming in late, the She-Devils are looking for ways to expand their reach in the uh, South Pacific so that they can get supplies, etc. And they come up with this brilliant plan to steal this – long range plane from Mad Jack and the warmongers or whatever that his, is that his group a is called. 17 or a B 29. Yeah. It's a, it's that? a big, well, it's a, it's a, a C plane, so it's not a B 17, but it, it's a, a C, big, it's a C one fifty. It is a big plane. It's a C three PO do everything that they want it to do. But uh, at the end of the last issue, they kind of didn't escape as quietly as they thought they would, and they didn't blow up all the planes that they thought they would, and so Mad Jack is chasing them. And so here we get uh, the first part of what will be a very interesting aerial fight. Mm, well, they don't have enough fuel for an aerial fight, so they're having – Oh, they – let's – I'm not going to spoil the ending for you, but you can go find it at realscienceadventures.com. What? But uh yeah, it is it is a really cool 
space battle that happened, not a space battle, an air battle space that's battle. happening here. Pew, 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 pew. And this is just the just this is just the tip of the iceberg that you're getting in here. And of course, um, they picked up these uh, Tongan uh, women who were being held by these pirates, and right. uh, they have been making up this this gasoline hooch thing. I don't know if it's gasoline you can drink, but they keep calling it gasoline hooch. Uh, it's gasoline that's been cut with some sort of moonshine. Yeah. And which makes uh, it go further, but also burn faster. The women also uh, join in the fight by learning how to shoot guns and stuff. So this is a middle issue. So if you're not really familiar what's come on before in the in the first two issues, I think you do get a little lost. Um, yeah. But I think if you're a, a fan of the Flying She-Devils, which have been serialized in a couple of different stories over the years, uh, this is still a lot of fun. And you start to see some character development from uh, previous uh, books and adventures. So for me, I enjoyed the story, but I will also say that I didn't jump into the middle. I went and read issues one and two, mm-hmm. then read three, and then, of course, read four, uh, the next uh, the rest of it there online. Yeah, I jumped right into the middle of it. Yeah, no, and that's fine. And it's not impossible to jump into. I think one major complaint I have is that I don't think everybody who is a named person on the crew actually gets named in the issue. But again, when it's serialized online and then repackaged into an issue, sometimes that will happen. So I can kind of I think I can forgive that just because of the excitement involved. Right. I like the story. I really kind of like the art. Mm-hmm. Now this is I a like different the, artist. This the is fact not. That they uh, have the the Tongan women in the back yelling "Good." Yeah, yeah. and chaka chaka chaka. Um, yeah, this is a different artist. Lou Baker is the artist on on this series. It's not Scott Wegner who normally does um, Atomic Robo stuff. Um, but the art I thought was fine. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was good and in line with what we've seen before. So I think it works in in this context and setting. The um, the backup story, the Sparrow story, that art is by Wegner, uh, who also does the cover, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he didn't do the Sparrow story. There's no uh, there's no art by page on that. There's no credits in the credit. Yeah, so I didn't see that, but I'm assuming just the style kind of looks like his. I'm sure I'm going to get a correction because I know people. Well, the are cover listening. says Clevenger Baker Clark and Clark. Right. So let's see. Art and letters. I know. On I know Wegner did the uh, the, the cover. The Sparrow was done by Wukjin Clark. Okay. Well, there you go. But that's more in line with what we've seen over the last couple of years with Atomic Robo. So yeah. this is a this and is an interesting story. I feel like the Sparrow story was harder to approach from yeah. the picking up issue three for the first time story. Mm-hmm. But I, I really like the character. I like the voice and in my head. She talks like, uh, Haley Atwell. Yeah. 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 Right. Cause I mean, there, there's definite in influences of that. I'm, I, I'm okay. I guess when it comes to period piece type stories, I feel like there are times when the the cultural zeitgeist, the general thought process, locks on a certain time frame. And since about 2000, I'm going to say 9, 10, we've been seeing a lot of Nazis. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not necessarily the fault of this story, but I'm a little Nazied out. But I, I really felt like this one was kind of neat and it was interesting and it it started in a weird place and it cut out in a weird place, which, again, I think is just the nature of that that syndicated 
online well the the online the online is is broken up into chapters and which right. are the the issue breaks so that's right. all there so that that's not uh, a huge issue oh well uh, then this one cuts in a weird place yeah it cuts if you read the next uh, issue it cut in the mm-hmm. perfect place because issue 4 is going to be just this incredible fight with you know guns and People beep swinging beep. on ropes and chains beep and beep harpoons beep. and all this kind of stuff. Um, but this, I think, is the good setup for that that aerial battle. Um, I think there are still – I think the biggest problem with this overall story is that the conflict, the reason for going to steal this plane is not – I mean, I know it's set up, but I don't think it's – I don't think it's stressed enough how uh, how bad the situation is for the Flying She-Devils. Uh, which right. puts them into this situation. Um, so how many she-devils are there? There's there a whole island of them. No, there's a whole island of them. This issue, uh, there's four. Yes, because the captain, the one with the eye patch, right. uh, they kind of figured that this was going to be a suicide mission that, you know, Mad Jack and his pirates are like the worst of the worst. And they terrorize everyone. And they knew that if they were going in to try to steal this plane – that it was probably going to result in a lot of people's deaths. So they only took four volunteers. So it's the captain, the Russian, uh, and then I forget who the other two are that, that volunteered. Uh, the, oh, the big, so the big girl, Russian. the big girl, and then the, I forget, uh, the, the last the smart one girl who does all the maths. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're the four that, that did it. And then when they got to the island, that's where they found these captive Tongan women who were making up the gasoline. So they took them along as well. And then they blew up a bunch of planes, but not enough. And they didn't get off in time for, before the pirates woke up and started right. this mad chase. See, they never say she's Russian, but it's clear from her speech bubbles that mm-hmm. English is being done as her second language. Right, right. And you don't notice it at first, but by the end of the issue, it's clear and in my head, I'm hearing her speak with an accent. I'm thinking, you know, maybe kind of a, a Chinese kind of accent mm-hmm. the way she's talking. But I can definitely see that, too. Yeah. Nothing to cheer until they shot down is the, pla- the place where I'm like, wait. <laughs> oh, oh, she doesn't conjugate well. This is her second language. Right, 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 right. So for me, uh, Real Science Adventures, The Flying She-Devils, number three, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a middle arc. It is something that any middle arc issue that you find from any publisher is going to be hard to jump into the middle mm-hmm. of the action and, and know what's going on. Uh, so th- I don't think that this is going to be for everyone. But if you are a fan of Atomic Robo and the Real Science Adventures and the She-Devils and uh, action scientists and all that stuff, you've probably been reading this. And um, the first two issues make a lot more sense leading into this. And so I would say if you are into that bent, then go pick it up. If you like strong women fighting in the World War II setting and and uh, high-flying adventures with pirates, then I think you will probably enjoy this as well. But I think for the general audience, that's going to be a little bit harder for people to get into. So this may be a pass for a lot of people, but I really enjoyed it, and I'm giving it a thumbs up. Yeah, this is definitely not the ideal place to walk in having never read i think either of these or not recalling having read either of these properties before i think we've read um i think we read flying she devils of the pacific in a major spoilers uh trade paperback review like a long time ago i may have been sick that day but i will say this i i have long believed as you know i did when i was a kid if you're picking up a middle issue, you should be able to get some idea of whether this is entirely your bag. And 
I feel like there's a lot to like here, and it doesn't feel like entirely alien. You've walked into the middle of a joke being told by a toddler in French, Mm -hmm. which is good. I feel like the first story is more successful in kind of grabbing you and making you wonder, hey, what happened in one and two? But both stories are interesting. And I I think the big question for me would be if I were just some guy walking around a comic shop and where I'm going to buy it, I would say, first of all, there's a cat on my head. And second of all, I'd be interested in this. I don't know if I, what is this a three ninety nine book? Three ninety nine, yeah. Or like I said, See? you can get it for free by going to atomicrobo.com. Now, right. I'm not sure IDW would be happy about that, but you know, to get this into to get this into print is a big deal. Right. Um, but uh, if people are looking at that price tag, they can get it for free. Well, and you know, if you want to support independent people, the people who are making stories that aren't. Hey, you remember that guy that everybody loves who's the ultimate awesome number one super guy? Yeah, he's totally a Nazi now. If you're trying to avoid that, I feel like paying $3.99 to make sure that Clevenger and company can keep making cool stories where they don't screw you over like that is a good thing. So at $3.99, yeah, I think I would be interested in either or both of these stories. So yeah, yeah, the price definitely. point doesn't throw me. I was thinking it was going to be a $4.99 book. Oh, no, no, no. And, they, and they're keeping you're getting two stories here, two stories for the price of one so that's a that's a good deal as well two for the price of one all right that is the flying she devils number three from idw Publishing. coming next week from dark horse comics we have briggs land lone wolves number one we also have fate zero gets a trade paperback that's the fifth volume of that neil gaiman's american gods shadows number four and tomb raider archives hardcover volume two all arrive from dark horse comics over at uh, DC Comics, we have Action Comics number 981, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey number 11, Dark Days The Forge number 1. I've been looking at some previews of that. Looks rather interesting. Uh, Detective Comics 958, Flash number 24, Nightwings Trade Paperback Volume 2, Bla- Back to Bloodhaven. That's a rebirth volume. That's a rebirth story. Uh, Superwoman number 11 and Titans number 12 all arrive next week. IDW Publishing has 24 Legacy. Rules of Engagement number two. That series was canceled this week by uh, Fox. Uh, So you're going to have to get it in comic book form. Back to the Future number 20 arrives. Donald Duck 21. Jack Kirby Forever People's Artist Edition hardcover. Now, that's a $125 book. But if you want to see some really cool black and white Jack Kirby stuff, that's where you're going to want to dive into that book. You do. You really do. Absolutely do. Kirby stuff is amazing, especially pre-1980s Kirby, mm-hmm. because it's like watching him write the rules of comics. Yep. Image Comics has Copperhead number 14, Green Valley number 9, Rose number 3, and uh, Sons of the Devil number 13. Oh, and this one looks interesting. Winnebago Graveyard number 1. Yeah. What? what? I think it has uh, zombies in it. Well, sure. Uh, that that fourth Romero movie, what was it? Land of the Living Dead. Yeah, had a totally had a Winnebago in it. Marvel Comics. Matthew has Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider number three. I know you'll want to be picking that up. Uh, Black Panther I Crew number three. Been, I I have been following that one off and on. Good. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kingpin number five arrives, as does Hulk number seven. Spider Man, brand new day, the complete collection, trade paperback volume three, which makes me question if it's really the complete collection because it's a third volume. Uh huh. Hmm. Well, it's a complete collection when you get all ten volumes. Oh, okay. <laughs> From Time Life Books. Then you'll ha- exactly <laughs> buy the book. 
Thanos number eight, Weapon X number four all arrive next week. Oh, there's also Zombies Assemble number three of four. That's hmm. scary. Yeah. That was a scary, scary book. I reviewed Zombies Assemble number one and did not expect to be frightened. And holy Oh, it scares you. That's good. Yeah. But is it well, still the same? Is it still like Marvel Zombies? No, it's actually good. No, that's not. I shouldn't be mean. <laughs> the first two volumes of Marvel Zombies are freaking phenomenal. Basically what it is, it's the movie Avengers done manga style with zombies. I see. And it, it's kind of like that point where you're like, hey, would you like a kimchi cupcake with pork frosting? And you're like, no, no, I don't want that. And then they hand it to you and it's amazing. It's like that. Mm, okay. So, uh, right. Put that on the back of the book, Marvel. Yeah. Zombies Assemble is a kimchi cupcake with pork frosting. In all the rest category, we have Americarati number four. Americarati. Uh, Catalyst Prime A-Cell number one. That's a lot of words that aren't actually words. No, I don't think they are. Uh, what else do we have? We have Damned at number two. And Damned If You Don't number three. <laughs> Garbage Night graphic novel. <laughs> the garbage night returns grass kings number four hero cats number 17 so uh invader zim number 20 wait invader zim has a comic yeah it's from uh oni press oh that's neat. been going on for a while now almost two years yeah almost 20 issues no exactly 20 issues at this point well when that book comes out next week yes men of mystery oh. number 104 Misfit like City, that. number two, uh, Normandy Gold, number one. I have no idea what that's about. Uh, about Norman? Slasher, number two. Uh-huh. Uh, Smurf Hardcover, volume 23, Can't Smurf Progress. <laughs> SpongeBob <laughs> Comics, number 69, Tekken, number two. And Vague Tales gets a hardcover with a mature reader's tag on it. Those are some of the comics coming out next week. You can visit your friendly local comic book shop, or you can head over to Majorspoilers.com for a complete list of next week's comics. Next week on Dueling Review... Legion of Superheroes, Bugs Bunny Special Number 1. The Legion of Superheroes always thought they had taken their inspiration from the 21st century hero Superboy. But when they try to bring that hero into their future time, the team discovers to their surprise the Cape Champion isn't who or even what they expected. Plus a bonus Looney Tunes backup story featuring DC characters with story and art by Juan Ortiz. You can show your support for this show and everything we do at Major Spoilers by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash majorspoilers. Your contributions allow us to keep this show going, pay for our growing costs, and give us motivation to produce more content for you. And when you head over to patreon.com slash majorspoilers, you will get bonus material. So sign up today, patreon.com slash majorspoilers. Thanks so much for checking out Dueling Review. We will talk with you next time when you will hear Matthew say... Drat! Foiled again! This podcast is copyright 2017 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.